Okay, we're recording. Hello, world. Hello. How are you doing today? Good. Are you doing me? Not you. I didn't think so. But I guess... She never asks me how I'm doing, so... Yeah. Well, um, but you're doing good today? Yep. You would know, because we've spent the entire day together, as usual. That's right. Hope cut my hair today. I did. I love it. I am slowly turning into, like, an at home look how good look how good you did it's like do you so... guys see how good i did <laughs> do you see that well i mean you styled it nicely well <laughs> but you can like it styles nicely because it's trimmed and it's healthier yeah it see, was just like, a trim the uniform I, and, like, the... I didn't go crazy i had some really serious split ends yeah we don't really get our hair cut around here that often i just don't ever feel like it yeah, but every time I do it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make this a regular thing and, every yeah. six weeks. And it's then, expensive. It is, and I I like going to the salon, but, like... I do like getting my I liked head washed. Going. Yeah, that is a nice like thing. Like a nice massage. Yeah, and I like... I go to the salon, and they always have free coffee, and I just really... It's just always a good experience there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Urban Betty. Urban. They already know. They know we live in Austin. But you don't know which one... I go to. Mm. There's two locations. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> really raising the stakes here. If you figure it out, good job. Here's the it for you. Just kidding. We will do nothing. That's right. You can come stare at us. We're not going to have anything to offer. We're going to high five, maybe. No, I don't know. Social distance high five. Mm, you can air high five us from, from the ground. Balcony. Yeah. That's it, though. That's it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. What's up, Hope? What's up, Lindsay? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> we've had a bit of an oat milk issue in our apartment. Let us so. <laughs> let us open by saying, um, it's Hope's fault. It's not. It's it. It kind of is my. I mean, I guess I started it. So, I have eczema, and there's some stuff out there that says not drinking or eating dairy uh is supposed to help kind of alleviate like eczema and i have flare-ups every now and then you're really getting to know me right now my whole medical history um so i was trying to do like no dairy um spoiler alert it did not work not not that that doesn't work but like i just can't not have dairy i just really like dairy uh, but i bought oat milk to try and still have some sort of milk but just not dairy and I convinced myself for about a day and a half that I liked it. And what, then... What were you, like, using it in that you thought you liked I it? I just had a glass of it at first. And I was like, oh, you know, it kind of just tastes like oatmeal. Wow. Like, unflavored oatmeal. You know, mm-hmm. no sugar or anything. It was awesome. fine. I tried it in oatmeal. And it didn't... The oatmeal didn't thicken. I don't know if that was my fault or, like, it's something in the oat milk that's in... That's not... I don't know that. You know? Well, <laughs> exactly. I mean, if I'm being honest about oatmeal... I do have a lot of user error times where it's, it just doesn't work. But, like, I just... I've never had the issue of it not thickening at all. I have. Okay, well. I don't know. It, it'll just be, like, was me. oatmeal floating in, like, water or, like, regular milk, and I'm like, well, what just, went wrong? I don't even mind that, but that's because I enjoy the milk, and mm. I don't enjoy oat milk, so when I just had watery mm-hmm. oat milk oatmeal, <laughs> not a fan. They um, will never sponsor And us. then... I order groceries through Imperfect 
Imperfect Foods now, I think. I think they now just call themselves foods. That would be... Oh, God, if we got a sponsor from them. I am a loyal customer. I just want to let you know. Very loyal. I've been doing this for, like, two years. She's never complained, and they... A lot of times the delivery people deliver to the wrong apartment. It's really not their fault. It's... It is a... It's it's a difficult complex. It is. We live somewhere that's just kind of confusing to figure out. Uh, I mean, uh, yes, they have delivered to the completely wrong number before, and so like that is a little frustrating. Didn't but they like leave it right across from us. They literally just left it, and like it's clearly not the right number if you look at their door. But anyways, besides the point. <laughs> um, so you can like have things set to like send every time you get groceries, like it's automatically in your box. And I thought I was, like, actually going to commit to this no dairy thing. So I had it set to come in every box. I forgot to cancel a box because I had, I was, I didn't need it for whatever reason. And so then I got another box with another thing of oat milk. And now I have two things of oat milk. One of them's not even open because I haven't finished the first one. The first one's probably still 75% full. I've only had, like, two glasses. I mean, the good thing is it doesn't go bad quickly. But the bad thing is... It already doesn't taste good. <laughs> yeah. So imagine, like you're trying to smell it and see if it's bad, and you mm-hmm. don't know. It just smells like oatmeal. It smells bad. And then, Lizzie's got a little bit to tell you. All right. <laughs> so I did a deep dive one night. I, I couldn't sleep. I was up till like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at all this, like all these like environmental Instagram accounts and things like that. And I came across a bunch. Of promotions for oat milk, because I guess regular dairy isn't the best thing in the world. I mean, for you, and I guess for the environment, somehow. I don't know, maybe because, like, cow- I don't I don't, I don't know. Truly I mean, it know is, why it's it is weird good. that we drink cow's milk. I, don't, I, I just want to say I love milk. It's I love good. It. I'll just have a glass of cold milk. I don't know why that's a weird thing for people. I think it's because it's a little more than just a glass of water. Like, but there's it's something so, to it. So it's oh, almost it's like just, a snack. It's so good. It's like, it just has such a nice flavor. I usually get 2%. Um, I get whole milk. Yeah. Different people. I think it's supposed to be like, I don't know. My dad drinks it for some reason. His doctor told him mm-hmm. to. So I'm, Yeah. As if me and my dad have the same medical <laughs> history. We don't. Well, we kind of do, I guess. I don't know. I used to, I kind of grew up on skim milk. I didn't know that it was like mm-hmm. so weird until I started Going to my I always houses. thought it was really weird when I'd go to your house. I'm like, no, I don't want any skim milk. Jeez. I didn't. I didn't even know there were different types. I was just like, I don't know. It tastes fine to me. And then I realized that it's actually not that good. It's super watery. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. But anyways, so I don't know. Somebody tell me. Write us in and tell us why, like, cow milk isn't good for the environment. I don't know. Is it just like the dairy industry? It might be. I know be a lot like of those the, things are like not good for the yeah the actual like not necessarily production. having a glass of milk is like bad no. but like what goes into getting you that yeah, glass yeah, of milk yeah producing it so anyways um, and you know there's always like every day it seems like there's a new finding coming out that's like oh you thought vegetables were good for you psych it's like you know what there's a certain point where you I said it I'm you trying not what? to say it. you know what I hate <laughs> it the way I say me. that but do you know what <laughs> What? <laughs> like, I I think that you truly just have to just eat fruits and vegetables, eat yeah. the things that aren't that great for you in moderation. Yeah. I don't believe in dieting. Mm-mm. Unless it's you have, like, a medical issue that yeah. you need to be, like, working with. Like, I don't yeah. see the point in cutting anything out if it's... We're going to get some vegans on here. <laughs> hey, my mom... I have thought about going vegan. 
Hope is a closet vegan, I'm convinced. I have been... Well, I don't think identified is the right word, but people have thought I was vegan, which I clearly take no offense to, Assumed. but I just get really confused because I don't know what about me makes me seem vegan. Um, I will, like, be straight up eating a burger in front of someone and be like, I, are you vegan? I actually don't know if I've ever seen you eat a burger. Not, I like not this year. I don't, I don't eat out here. That's why. Yeah. If I eat out, I'm with my family back home. Yeah, because Hope cooks her, like, main dishes that she cooks are like lots of fruits well, vegetables really yeah, and fish veggies. a lot of fish um not never really chicken which i don't blame you chicken is kind cook, of i cook chicken once a month i put yeah. it in my instant instant pot that's a conspiracy theory <laughs> isn't I'm that gonna a, have to mention the mandolin that, effect i think it's mandela <laughs> mandolin <laughs> was that an orange no i think it's a an instrument the mandolin i have no idea now i don't know oh, wait you needed the whole reason we're talking about oh, oat milk <laughs> yeah yeah so anyways um hold on let me look at mandolin real quick mandolin oh yeah mandolin chords mandolin orange oh it's both wow you're both right find a word that rhymes with orange i think it's more of a vegetable though i'm not seeing fruit anyways Anyways, fun fact of the day. Mandolin is an instrument. A string instrument. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I've had almond milk before. I've tried that. Almond milk's always too sweet for me. Yeah, I mean, I... The thing is that I, I like milk because I like to drink it straight up. So it's hard to switch over to, like, an alternative where it's Yeah, because like, you don't have something masking, like... Milk and cereal, like, yeah, you've got the cereal to Yeah, kind of or if like... you put it in coffee, it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. But just straight up a glass of almond milk or now oat milk is difficult. So before I knew this, I was like, let me try oat milk. I like went on a big kick, like a, a big environment kick. And I was like, let me try this. Let me see what it's about. It's good for me, whatever. So I got it and I had a little bit of it in my coffee one day and I was like, oh no, this I don't like this at all. It mm -hmm. tastes really, to me, it tastes like cardboard. I'm so sorry if you like oat milk. I have a friend who he really, really hyped it up. He was like, you're going to love it. It's so good. I was like that for like four days. Mm -mm. I like sent a picture mm -mm. to my family's like Snapchat group and I was like, this is good. Highly recommend. Uh -oh. And then four days later, I was like, no, I, take it back. I don't. And then you got some. Yeah. The problem is, is that we really don't like to waste stuff here. Mm -hmm. And so, um... We're, we hope it's that and I Catholic are, guilt. Is it the Catholic guilt? Is that what explains so My mom much? told me to that someone you. she knew told her oh. that all the food you throw away are waste, quote unquote, because like that could be different things. Like throwing it away because it's bad or just like not wanting it, so not eating it. I don't know what I'm saying. She said okay. that this person told her you you get extra time in purgatory for all the food you waste. Who told her that? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to out anyone. <laughs> I also just don't know. So we make jokes about it all the time because my family is not the most efficient grocery buyer type thing. Like we don't, we're not very efficient about using what we buy and then like going the next time we run out of things. I am for the most part because I live good about it. with you. Hope we'll just kind of, when her stuff's about to go bad, so we'll just make a big soup. Mm -hmm. You know. I had to throw away an entire head of head of cauliflower is that what it's called mm -hmm. i legitimately was like really 
sad. Like, I felt guilty. I was like, someone could have eaten this. Yeah. Like, I... I should have. I hate it. If you think about how much food that goes to waste every year... And how many people how many don't get enough is. food, you know? I know. How many pounds it is per person in the U.S.? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really wish that we had, like, a composting bin here. Mm-hmm. Could put it back into, like, the soil or something. I mean, I really don't throw anything away unless it's moldy. Yeah. Like, sometimes my vegetables get a little sad and, like, soft. Like, my celery will get really, like, soft and yeah. wrinkly, but I still eat it because I'm like, it's not bad. It's not going to hurt me. Yeah. It's just unappetizing looking. That's why you cook it in soup, because then you don't even... Yeah. Or say you have lemons going bad, make lemonade. That's yeah. what we just did. It was like... That's good lemonade. It was good. It was... Yeah. It was... I don't know how many lemons. Probably 10. Organic The recipe lemons. called for 8. Organic. I'm trying to grow a lemon tree, and apparently, you know, it makes sense what that... What are the seeds for that? In huh? that really pretty pot? Yeah, the, the one I bought, the blue one. I really like that pot. Yeah. I mean... You know, they take a while to germinate, but I'm not seeing anything yet. I'm trying to stay optimistic. I'm sad about your bonsai trees. Thank you. I don't know about those other two ones, though. I said I'm sad. So oh, I thought you said thank excited. You. <laughs> <laughs> There's two. I have four little pots of bonsai Is trees. Is that expected? Like, did it say in the instructions, like, don't expect all four to sprout? Um, I'll have to look it up. I think it said... It didn't really. It was like, keep the seeds for backup. But the two that aren't sprouting, mm-hmm. I planted all the seeds that it said to, which was all the seeds it came with, so I don't have backups. Mm-hmm. So I might just have to plant the other two seeds and just have, you know, I wonder, I don't know. two pairs of the same I'm still tree. not, I think we both, although you less, like, tend to buy already grown plants. Yeah. Because it's easier. It's also more expensive, though, which is, like, the annoying part. Yeah. So, like, I'm still not fully clear on, like, the whole germination process of seeds. It just takes... So, a lot of times it's good to soak them. It mm-hmm. really depends on the plant, so don't yeah. soak every... Because, like, I grew, like, that basil and dill, yeah. and, like, that was easy, but I feel like those are easy. And they you get, like, really five fast. billion in a package. Like, yeah. you've got a lot of room to mess up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a plant outside, and I... It's, like, been in the same state, like, the same height for, like... Maybe two months. What plant? The one in the, like... What is that? The horizontal potter? I don't yeah, know. I don't under... We don't remember what was planted there. They I have... It almost it... looks fake because they have... I don't think they've they grown. They haven't grown. But they're not dead. But maybe it's just not their, like, season, you know? Like, yeah. like we have... What are they called? Calancho plants. They're, like, yeah. succulents that flower, and they have not flowered in months. But I also yeah. just think maybe they're past their flowering season. Right. Because the, the plant itself is alive and well. To show you a picture... But I don't even know. Oh, so I was trying to plant a lemon tree. And so, you know, you want to use organic lemons because the seeds haven't been touched. The fruit itself hasn't been touched. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I dropped, like, four bucks on a sack of lemons. And I was like, I can't do this again. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the lemonade's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I, I had a nectarine I needed to use because it had just a little bit of mold on one part. And I was like, it's fine. Yeah. I cut it off. I didn't eat them all. <laughs> I wonder how it would be without the whole extra cup of sugar added. Yeah, is there a lot of sugar in there? Well, so the recipe said, um, so, you know, you squeeze, you, like, juice your lemons, and then you make sugar water, which is three cups of water and one cup of sugar boiled together. And then my boyfriend came and added a whole extra cup of sugar. She's showing her a picture of all of our plants when they were all blooming. Dude, I looked at a picture on my Snapchat memories from, like, May, and we have one plant. We have the pothos on our balcony. Really? that was it. We have, like, eight plants out there now, and that's just out there, not inside. Yeah. I have 
five plants in my bedroom now. And we have the addition of shelves mm-hmm. outside. I had to move my indoor plant, Simon. He's outside right now. Yeah. I yeah I worry about mine getting enough sun to my ivy that's in the living room. Yeah. Oh my god! If anyone here has taken care of ivy and like knows how, like I really (sighs) think I have killed my ivy. No. I don't know how. I'm also here's my issue. I'm a plant smotherer. I don't do good with the succulents because I want to water them all the time. I do too. I feel like I water them more than you do. Oh I I I have to stop that one plant that looks like Shrek's ears. Great succulent. I don't know what it is. Oh the coral. Doing great. Doing, it is. You know why? Because I forget it's out there. Don't water it. My other one that I started caring about more has stretched a lot, which isn't really my fault. That's the sun's fault. Yeah. Um, but it's, I've overwatered it. It's just a tad squishy, so I'm trying to cut back for like two weeks. Yeah. My string of pearls is doing really good because I never water it. It's better to underwater most of the time. Th- the time, most of the time, than to overwater plants. But Sometimes I, I do think I underwatered my string of dolphins. Oh. Ooh, you saw that? That was heartbreaking. Yeah. It's fine now. I think it's maybe fifty percent gone that I had to just remove. Mm-hmm. But what's left is alive. I haven't seen any new sprouts yet, but it's been like three days. So mm-hmm. as you can tell, I'm obsessive about taking care of my plants, and it hurts them, and it's kind of sad. It's exciting every day to wake up and you want to go see how much they've oh, grown. Yeah. I have two new basil leaves sprouting. Yay! I'm pretty excited. We're gonna have fresh basil for that is very exciting. All those times we cook with basil. Hey, it'll happen now. So basically, just um, pray for us or send us good vibes or energy mm-hmm. or whatever you believe, so that we can finish our oat milk yes. by September we or whenever. Have, I think it actually goes bad in October. Oh, don't tell me that. Yeah, we have three bottles of oat milk in our fridge. All about we got to do. We got to tell them what we did that last two years ago when we had Fanta in the fridge. Oh, my God. I know. I just remembered that. I forgot. We need to do the same thing. What kind of... It was strawberry Fanta. It was bad, whatever it was, because it was really old. I also just don't like Fanta that much. Listen, listen. The only reason I bought it was because I used to work at a restaurant in high school and when we would close, they would always be like, go, you can always drink whatever soft drink you want, which was so, I love soda. Mm-hmm. Been trying really hard not to drink it. I've been failing a little bit these days, and my face is uh, bearing the consequences. I got a lot of, especially this, this one's mm-hmm. awful. Anyways, um, sometimes it's worth it, though. You have to treat yourself. Hey, yeah, treat yourself. Like I said. In moderation. Exactly. Enjoy those things you want to enjoy. My mom tried to go keto. She went to the doctor. Her cholesterol was really high, and now she... It's like, it's really not that great for you. Mm-mm. Some diets, you think it's good, but your body's not wired to yeah. only have those or nutrients. Or, like, we equate, like, losing weight with health. Yeah, it's not true at all. And, the, like, the healthiest way to lose weight is not the fastest. No, no. And sometimes, um, you know, weight is good. Like, there is healthy weight. Like, muscle mm-hmm. yeah. weighs more than fat. If you start working out a lot, you will probably put on weight, and people freak out about it. Mm-hmm. I get really excited because I'm like, that's muscle coming in, <laughs> and maybe you're still in the process of losing the fat. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. being rearranged, not rearranged, but like switched out at the same time, so it's it's just a weird, awkward phase, but you just don't freak out if anyone out there is becoming a big This is good advice, head. every time I start working out, I like gain a few pounds, my yeah. legs get a little bigger. My legs yeah. have just progressively gotten bigger through college yes um same and i i don't know if i can actually go back like they're not, they're not bad mm-hmm. or anything 
But that's why I never want to work out because I'm like, I have to like push through that like probably couple month long period of like getting a little bigger before I kind of start slimming down and getting toned. See, I personally don't look at the scale because I don't care. I'm fine. Like if I weigh a lot, I've been used to weighing a lot Mm -hmm. because I mean, Hope and I are just taller than like the average girl. So, so the average girl. We're not average. average. What's average? Like five seven? No, I think it's like five five. Oh! I don't know. Oh lord, Imagine. we're gonna have to silence that part. <laughs> Could never be I'm me. Because I think the average male height is only like five nine, <laughs> which is weird. Because it makes like, dating hard. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like I know mostly tall guys. Like most of the guys I know. That's not all. Your, are your brothers tall? Moderately, like around Preston's six tall. foot. Yeah, Preston's like six one. Okay. My dad's like six one. Yeah. I think Preston's six foot. Oh, I thought he was taller. He feels tall. <laughs> okay. Like Spencer does not feel tall, but he's actually like as tall as me. Yeah. He doesn't give off tall vibes. Yeah. No, my like, I, I come from a vibes. family of giants. I am mm. by far the Liter- no, shortest. Really. Yeah. Her dad was actually the he's inspiration happy. for the BFG. Big Friendly Giants. Oh, I, I like, think that, that I think it also stands for something sexual, so I'm going to clarify. Big Friendly Giant. As long as it's not B and G, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah, no, because my mom's dad was like 6'4", and those jeans are just really rampant in her side of the family. My dad's side of the family, everyone's like 5'2", five 5'3". Five mm-hmm. Yeah, your dad's like really tall for like He is. He got siblings. lucky. I've met a few of his siblings. And I was like, what? All the girls are extremely short. Mm-hmm. My dad is probably 6'2", maybe 6'1". Yeah. My brother is 6'6". My mom is 5'10". I'm like, what the heck? I'm 5'8 and 3 quarters. I feel really hurt, but we round up. Yeah. Five, nine. Well, because I, I, I think I'm actually 5'9". Hope, yeah, Hope's taller I'm than me. I'm just slightly taller than you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, shout out to Emily and Sophia, my girl cousins. What's up, beautiful ladies? They're, like, six feet tall. They don't want to admit it, but they are. I I mean, I guess I'm not, and so maybe this isn't as valid of an opinion, but I would love to be six feet tall. I know. That's what I told them. I was told as a child I was going to be six one by the doctors. Do you know how upset I was when I realized I wasn't growing anymore? You can't trust doctors. Which is weird, because I think I'd be, like, Just... taller than Harvey. But also, yeah. that's not weird. No, that's it's, not it's wrong. Pretty... It's... Jack and Beck. I know. My this aunt and uncle. He's my aunt is taller than my uncle, but she's also about 6'1". Yeah. So, yeah. And then my cousin, that. Evan, is 6'7". My baby cousin, Charlie, who is maybe a sophomore in high school, is already like 6'3". And he's just starting. Oh, my gosh. It's, guess what? Nobody plays sports. Charlie's the only one. He plays football. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll go somewhere. I think he should play basketball just because I like basketball more than football. Mm-hmm. And... You have a less chance of those brain injuries. Football is really a scary sport. Yeah. Your head gets banged around in there. It's awful. But I do love football. I know Hope can I do it. not. <laughs> Hope and I are polar opposites. We are. What were we talking about? Fanta. Yes. Okay, so... This is, I think how this did this happen? Story. Okay, so when I would work... Oh, we started talking about soda, breaking yeah. out, moderation. Mm-hmm. Anyways. You'll, we... It's... We go on tangents. This happens. This has been happening for our entire life. This lives. is natural, and you need to accept it. You're a part of the club now. Get over yourself. Yeah. God, why? Look at why us. Why you gotta be like that? Drop whatever you're holding. Drop that that knife in Look your hands. This child. 
Chop that baby. I don't know why you're listening to this while you're like taking care of your No, kids. your baby needs to hear our voices. We're the voice of reason. We're their godparents. Hi, well, child. I don't want that much responsibility. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. We just did it again. <laughs> so, um, I guess I just wanted Fanta whenever I bought it. I think I had like a moment of weakness and I thought back to working at the the barbecue restaurant and I was like, man, it used to taste so good mm-hmm. after a long shift of making hot, fresh bread and I was like, I need some. And I don't know why, it, I think I, I'll buy a drink like that, like a big two liter thing of a drink and then I just forget about it. Mm-hmm. Or I just am like, I don't really want it. Yeah. And months will go by. And I don't know how long it had been that it was in the fridge. It was you? a while. It was a long, and it and wasn't bad And there was a, a majority of it was left. I mean, does yeah. it really go bad, in a sense? It just gets flat, you know, yeah. and it's not It was enjoyable. definitely flat by the time we yeah. found it again. Yeah. And um, we were just like, you know what? Every day, dang it. And we were like, do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Every day, we were like, we're going to have a glass of Fanta together. Mm-hmm. And we finished flat, that thing. Flat Fanta. Oh, yeah. I don't know how long it took. What, it maybe took us like, like a week. week. Yeah, we, we finished would each it. Just have like a glass of Fanta. That's what we need to do with our oat milk. Maybe yeah. we can take like four shots of maybe it. We can do like oat milk day. shots. I could just chug a glass of oat milk. I wouldn't want oh, to. I can't chug. But as we've both realized, I can chug things, dude. It's a gift and last a curse. Episode about White Claw. What? <laughs> what? Who's um a frat boy at heart? Yep. Um, Better than me, I can't me. drink anything. Anymore. Was I Chad and you were Connor, or was I Connor and you were Chad? We'll have to check our notebook. Because there's Con Man and Chad Meister. Chad Boy and Chad Meister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I think I was Connor. I'm Angela. You're Peter, right? Isma and I'm Peter. Nance. Yzma. Peter and Nance from Portlandia. Yes, love them. Angela from some inside joke years ago, dating back to school bus. Right? Didn't you tell that guy or someone? I told someone your name was Angela. Wasn't it that little kid Cody in the front who was just, he was just a big stinker? He Cody? Was... Cody? The blonde kid. Yeah, no, that is Cody. Not Cody that we commonly reference in this podcast. No, Different we don't Cody. know what happened to this kid. He, he was he, kind of a bully. Yeah. One of those. He got really buff, like, sophomore year of high school. It was weird. Because he was, like, a stick before. I don't know, maybe. We'll make no accusations here. Speak for yourself. I think he was Cody with a K. Oh, that's bad, the root of it bad all. Bad news. Mom, Dad, why? Bad Stop news. trying to be edgy. Ladies. Stop Anyways. That. What are we talking about? <laughs> that was it. That was the Fanta. Okay. Oh, we were just talking about our names. Yeah, so we need to drink our um oat milk. Oat milk. Hopefully by next episode we will have finished all of our oat milk. I am committed to helping you finish yours too. Thank it you. will just I'm be a committed. collective three bottles of oat milk. We yeah, yeah. I'll help you with that third one because that's tough. I need to I remove that you know. from my box so they don't send it anywhere because I don't want it. Yeah. yeah. I also like if I have food that I know I'm not going to finish, like chicken that's just like a little too old mm-hmm. that's cooked already. I'll just sometimes dump it outside because we have a lot of like animals around here, especially deer. We yeah. saw. Two bucks the other day. And they stand so still. Did you see the bucks? No. I don't go anywhere. Where were they? In the parking lot. It was the morning. What? Yeah. When? It was... Did I work yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday morning. Oh, I was not awake. Yeah, it was a little early. Steph and I were leaving, and 
There were two ginormous bugs. I mean, one of them had like eight horns on his. Like in what our you, parking antlers? lot? Yeah, like on our side. Okay. If you ever discover this and I'm asleep, I give you full permission to come wake me up because I need to okay. see this. I, I should wake you up. Sit on you. Scream. I can't really scream. You can like whisper creepy things in my ear. I don't think that would wake you up. Mm, I, weird thing, if I leave my door open and I hear you in the morning, I immediately wake up. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, it's not, like, a bad thing. I yeah. think there's just this weird thing where I'm like, people are awake, I need to be awake, and then I, like, immediately wake up. I did it, like, yesterday or something. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But anyways. Anyways, um. So. Don't, wouldn't you, um, like to tell us this little revelation you had about animals and speaking? Yes. Okay. I was gonna say something and then I was like, probably probably shouldn't say that. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, last time we recorded, we were talking about a lot of you know really deep things. <laughs> Very many. We had some revelations during an episode of Jesse. There's a lot of things going on, and I realized, you know, like people get really annoyed when animals bark, make bark, whatever noise they make. Right? I guess yeah, mostly Ribbit. meowing and barking. My cat, she's fixed now, but before she was fixed, she used to meow like crazy. Like, it was like she was singing to you every day, yeah. nonstop. And it annoys me. I can't deny that. But then I was like, we tell them to not make their noises, right? They're just trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. And then we sit there and we talk in front of them to other people all day long. Like, that is not fair. Yeah. Like, your animal is trying to communicate something to you or to another animal. And you're going to tell them no, mm-hmm. and then you're going to sit there and communicate to another animal all day yeah. long? It yeah. just made me kind of mad. I feel bad. like, And they don't understand, right? It's like you won't let them speak once during yeah. the day. It's just kind of sad. So now, like, when my cat, like, specific, blah, 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 blah. specifically when I take her in the car, she meows like crazy. Oh, and so now I just talk you. to her. And I go, you know yeah. what? You're going to sit here and watch me sing for two hours straight. I'll let you meow with me. That's, That's fine. Exactly. When I mean, my cat Theo is super verbal. Mm-hmm. He just meows. He'll have a, a whole bowl of food and water, a clean litter box, and still meow. I'm like, see, I don't know if he needs anything. Maybe he just wants to meow. You yeah, know? maybe he just wants to talk. And I'll be like, what? And we'll just talk. You know, like that video of that, the dad and his little baby talking? So That's cute. such a cute video. Yeah. Well, I always get sad thinking about... Do pets really want to even be pets? We just kind of assume, and we take them from when they're born. We, like, separate them from their siblings. tell me something about tomorrow? (laughs) No. (laughs) Because I will still have pets, because I love them. I I mean, domesticated, I feel like we only call them that because they've grown accustomed to living with us. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hot take. Hot topic. I mean, because, you know, there's stray cats out there and dogs, and they... They can do it. They fend for themselves. But I think that, like, animals and humans do grow a connection, um, and they love their owner. But, like, I just hate it when people keep their dogs locked up in a tiny space. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, take your dog out. Let your yeah. dog run around. Ironically, my cat loves just sitting in my bedroom, <laughs> yeah. which is not very large. She does. It's she comes out cute. a lot more now, although... I'm getting a kitten tomorrow, so she probably will stay in my room. She doesn't, I really don't think she minds, right? Like, she chooses not to come out of her room. I don't close my door, Mm -hmm. um, because I would love for her to come out and hang out with me when I'm not in there. But, um, I'm getting a kitten tomorrow. Yes. Uh, 
God's providence. <laughs> God will provide. Lindsay and I had just been talking about how, you know, we weren't going to go out and adopt a pet just because, like, that's taking on a lot. Mm-hmm. And was- But my friend, Lindsay, not me, they had a kitten in, like, the storm drain. Is that what it was? Okay, yeah. I was, I was like, which Lindsay is this? Yeah. Um, in front of their house a little kitten and they all heard it meowing and so Lindsay like climbed in there mm-hmm. and we rescued this little kitten and we were like man why can't we come across yeah. a kitten like, like I, I would dream. 100% if I came across a kitten like outside that like needed a home like I would take it mm-hmm. you know yeah they're um, keeping her and she is she sleeps cute. right I here saw, I saw the picture oh, like right on so her like cute. neck but um this girl that we know through I guess Stefan. I can say his name. You said it. Yeah. Uh, found a cat up inside, like kind of like a car, right? Isn't that yes. what you said? Like I think up where they, like, the motor is. A lot of times, cats do that. They kind of crawl up there to. I don't know. It's, I don't know if warm, it's warm or, or just like to be in something. Especially in like the winter time, so mm-hmm. you know, you make like, it a habit to bang check. on your car, like yeah. honk it before you go. Ask him, is anybody in there? Yeah, because I'm sure there's a few stray cats around this complex. Yeah. Um. But anyways. I am getting a kid tomorrow. This is the 10th time Yay. I've said it. Very excited. So um, exciting. From what I can tell, uh, I'm going to be home this whole semester. <laughs> it's all going to be online, so I'm going to be it here to be take like care that. of her, Yeah. which would not normally happen. In fact, this semester would have been extraordinarily mm-hmm. busy, and it would I would not have gotten a kitten if yeah. this semester had been normal. But yeah, uh, super excited. We're still coming up with a name. I'm letting my boyfriend name her just because I already have like my cat Pippa, and I mm-hmm. thought do the honors yeah. um yeah yeah i'm gonna let her meow as much as she wants i think theo will be so excited oh yeah he needs a little he's fridge. playful my cat pippa's not she's kind of shy and reserved she's like me um yeah theo is extremely playful yeah he's also only like two and pippa's like eight so mm-hmm. no theo's three now mm-hmm. old boy's growing up yeah i wish i could have met him as a kid he would have been wild i want to know what he's if he's like. like this as a semi-adult cat imagine him as a kitten i don't even i don't even know oh that's a, okay that's gross that's not what so i guess we'll we'll technically do a break Okay. We're trying this break thing. I think it might be nice for our listeners. Like they can, they feel like they can pause here if they don't want to listen to a I whole hour. Sick of us. Yeah. So we're gonna come back in a second, and we're gonna try something a little bit different. Exciting stuff today. Okay. Okay. All right, we're back. I'm back. And we're doing it. You know, we had so very a very few amount of fans that said they'd want to hear an episode on conspiracy theories. And we were like, okay, we're going to yeah. try that. So yeah. bear with us. This is our first time doing something where it required more, like, research-based stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, I think it was just kind of new. And we're kind of worried we're not going to... Like, that is not We're going to kind of trip over things and, like... Yeah. If you have, like, an idea of, like, what, like, if something we say, like, sounds wrong to you, by all means, like we said, email us at <laughs> yeah. uncommonthoughtspodcast at gmail.com and let yeah. us know. Um, or if you have other conspiracy theories you want to share mm-hmm. or add to yeah. what we've said. Because, like, I know I'm the kind of person where, like, I'll find out something kind of weird and then I go on, like, a deep dive on, like, Wikipedia and I end up on, like, a completely different page at, like, four in the morning 
But then I learn a lot, and then I have those weird things I can tell people, you know. You know when we used to be able to hang out with large groups of people? Uh, (laughs) That's what I do on YouTube. That's why I can't get on for a certain time. Oh, yeah. Quick shout-out to a YouTube channel called... Let's see. I think it's called Absolute History. Mm -hmm. Oh, my Lord. If you're obsessed with, like, the Victorian era like me, Victorian England, I don't even know what years that spans. We're not going to talk about it because I don't know. Um... Yeah, absolute history. Would that be like 1700s, 18th century? Uh, I think it was like maybe late 18th century and well, see, but I'm also thinking like late 19th century because like you know, like 1880s. That I kind don't of know. Thing. I have no we, clue. We we want to learn more about history stuff, so yeah. I think we're gonna try. But we could watch those videos. They're like hour long, so it's not like crazy. I feel like a, a good episode. We're we also did. um almost done with Hunter Hunter. We have eight or nine. Eight. Left. Yeah, and it's getting weird. I told Harvey I was gonna start. T- telling him like fly me high won't you harvey one <laughs> one at one point i was Don't like deny i was me. like harvey can i have your spine and he's like no and i was like can i have your heart that part ooh, you don't know what i'm talking about it's, it's not really a spoiler but you should if you haven't ooh. seen it you need to watch it yeah go do yourself a favor yeah that's all all right so okay i think Lindsay's gonna go first we're each yeah. gonna kind of talk about a conspiracy theory that the other one doesn't necessarily know that much about so yeah so, I've mentioned the Denver International Airport. 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 Before. Um, Which I think so, we've both been to. Yeah, I've been to it a few times. I've always had issues going through security. Not, like, issues, but it just... The line is always, like, insanely long. Mm-hmm. One time I almost missed my connecting flight. We had five minutes. Me and my mom had to run. I and hate running got, through the airport. It's the worst. We got on the plane. We were the last people... And one of the flight attendants was so rude. She was like, I guess we can finally go now. Like, first of all, we still had five minutes till we were going to take off. So that's why I don't really like certain airline companies. I just don't like flying for that exact reason. I understand the, like, safety thing. That's why I just don't want to fly. By all means, keep doing that. I understand you want to make sure people that are getting on are, like, that everything's safe. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. It also just breaks my heart when people miss their flight. It makes me sad. I know. When you see people running through the airport, I'm always like, go. You've got this. You can do it. You're going to make it. Bring them a cart. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. So, um, I should not have just put this m M&M in my mouth. Talk for a minute. Hold on. Let me get this out. Let me chew it. Okay. Quick thing. Oh, my God. What was the conspiracy theory I wanted to talk about literally five minutes ago? We were on break. Yo. Yo. No, but that wasn't it. Did, you did... Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was like a quick little thing where I just had like this weird thing about it. I have no idea what it was. I don't know that's what it was. The group at Yale that just started to let girls in. No, I had one that was, it's like kind of a conspiracy theory. God. Did you tell me? Yeah, I like said, but it was like a quick like, oh, this is interesting. I could mention it real quick and then I didn't. Did you tell me last night? No, it was like during when we were just like figuring out what we were going to do. Oh. I know. I don't blame you. I can't remember either. It'll probably come up. Okay. I did read about the Loch Ness Monster, though. But then, like, the more I read about it, the more I was like, oh, wow, this really isn't real. And then I got kind of sad. (laughs) And I was like, never mind. Look, the thing about the Loch Ness Monster and about Bigfoot is that in your heart, you know they're not real. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you know that you you know that they are. Yeah. And you choose to believe them. It's fun. Because, like, what's so wrong with believing in the Loch Ness? It doesn't hurt anyone. It's not. You know? You just have to take it kind of lightheartedly. Scotland makes... Buku bucks on the tourism for it. I mean, Buku. by all means, you know. Is that Scotland's currency? Buku yeah, bucks. Buku bucks. <laughs> okay. 
How did you not know that? I'm just still learning. You're clearly not a woman of the world. <laughs> no, I'm a man oh, of the world. Oh, it was something about the Mandela effect. Oh, see, I don't remember what you're talking about. What did I... Well, because you were talking about Instant Pot. Instant Pot, that's what it is. <laughs> oh. I have this conspiracy theory oh, yeah. or something that everyone I know that has one, which is only like four people... My mom has one. ...thinks... I haven't asked her this, though. Okay. And maybe it's different now, because, like, she got it. She calls later. it Instapot. Instapot? Yeah. I'm convinced it was actually just called Instapot, and then out of nowhere, like, the timeline messed up, and they changed it to Instant Pot, because when I went... Because at first I was like, oh, well, like, maybe I'm just shortening it, because it's easier to say. But then in my mind, I could literally see all the advertisements for it, and it was always Instapot. And mm-hmm. then when I went to go look, it was Instant Pot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, something's messed up Very here. Weird. The simulation has an error in it. There has been a glitch. We need to fix the code. Instapot sounds a lot better to me. Yeah, they really missed a great marketing, Gosh. I don't know, strategy. Is that what those are? <laughs> you swoop in. You can create your own brand. Instapot. Instapot. I think I would get, like, a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Okay. Eminem gone? Eminem's gone. That's right. He, really? He was so young. I know. Just kidding. Okay, I, I just, uh, as a disclaimer, um, it's not scary, but it's kind of like, it might freak you out. I don't know, it kind of has to do with the Illuminati. Maybe like a little eerie. Yeah, kind of like the, um, the New World Order, like, mm-hmm. so if that kind of stuff freaks you out, I would skip over this. Skip to mine. It's way, way less, more, way more lighthearted, huh? Yeah, or maybe just... Just stop right here for today. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, you know? Yeah, it's it's just, there's always these crazy theories mm-hmm. in, like, you know. So, the Denver International Airport was built in 1995. Mm-hmm. So, just to start off, it was set out to finish in 1993, but it didn't open until 1995. They didn't finish it till then. And they ended up spending $3 billion more dollars than they originally expected. So, this caused oh. a lot of... Oh, wow. Yeah. Three billion? Yes. And, um, so a lot of people's, you know, they have raised eyebrows because they're like, well, why did it, sp- why did they make, like, why did it take so How long? How is your and- budget three billion dollars off? Well, that's the thing. That's why people, because there are apparently, there are known to be as many as six underground levels below the ground floor that no one knows what they're used for. But the builders claim that they weren't built correctly or something, mm-hmm. and so that's why they had to spend all this extra money. But that's why people started thinking, like, Illuminati headquarters are down there. Mm-hmm. There's something, like, apparently workers will go, and they won't tell you what they've done down there. It's it's honestly kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, but, like, it's confirmed that there are underground levels there? Well... You have to understand, the websites I use, okay. we're not sure how promising they are. How credible. So, they said there's believed to be six known floors. Once at eight. Oh, it's like allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. The, the most common I saw was six. Okay. But we're not 100% sure if that's even true. Is it, um, I don't know why you would know this. I was going to say, like, is it normal for an air, airport to have underground levels for some reason? That's I literally have no idea. I don't know. I don't think about the airport unless I'm <laughs> inside it. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't think so. You know, some have, like, tunnels and systems to get you to the different parts of the airport, Mm -hmm. which the Denver airport also has that. Like Disney World. Just like Disney World. Illuminati headquarters also at Disney. Um, Probably. Yes. So then, so there are tunnels that span um, from the airport to the Colorado Springs Airport Base and from the Air Force Base, Air Fort, Air Force 
and from the Air Force Base onto the Cheyenne Mountain Complex in the Rocky Mountains. I don't know why they would need that tunnel, but I do know about tunnels in Austin that go from the Capitol to certain buildings. Um, Didn't know about that. Yeah. I knew it because I worked at a certain place and the tunnels. Mm, yeah, I remember you telling me. It was like an emergency route for like really important personnel Yeah. Um, in case they had to travel. So it could just be something like that. You know, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Not me. I mean, an airport and Air Force bases, I'm sure, are connected because they all involve flying aircrafts and things like that. So who knows what they're up to. Another thing I did see briefly, I don't even quite remember what it was. So I'm just going to try to um, go off the top of my head here. I read on an article and it said that I think in 2007, like 14 like landed airplanes, like no one was on board, had spontaneously had all their windows and stuff shattered due to like a pressure or some type of like force mm-hmm. that was let off. And so they're like, we really don't know what's going on. Yeah. What are they like testing out at this airport? Um, so, but like then again, who really knows? But this is what I'm really excited to talk about is the artwork. Okay, yes. We referenced this little bit. I'm tripping over my words today, but Pope we referenced this. So, I'm, I'm so drunk. Drunk off of oat milk. Drunk on liquid, really. I've had a lot of liquid today. Coffee, water, yeah. soup. Um, We talked about this in episode one? I think so. We need to, like, create maybe an Instagram account where, like, people can view the pictures we're talking about on occasion. Yeah, because I'm going to show you. They're mm-hmm. pretty crazy pictures. Um, So that would be a good idea. We might be able to do something on Podbean. Sorry, I had to burp. Excuse me. Excuse you. So You're this excused. is kind of cool. One percent of the budget for all public projects in Denver is um, set aside for art to be displayed, mm-hmm. which I know one percent doesn't sound like a lot, but when they have spent an extra $3 billion dollars, it allows for a lot of artwork Mm -hmm. to be displayed um so while there is a lot of cool art in the airport there are some that really like they further drive the conspiracy theories of like just kind of questionable like why would you pick this artwork um so there are two big murals by i'm probably gonna butcher his last name leo tanguma not sure um he's the artist who created them and they are kind of the big ones that people look at and feel unease, and they're like, what is that about? That kind of, like, fuel these conspiracy theories? Because um, mm-hmm. they kind of contain, like, apocalyptic imagery and, like, alleged references to the Freemason, to Freemason iconography. Is that the right way to say that? Icon- iconography? I think. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, um, I watched a video about him explaining his art. Oh, okay. And it kind of discounted it for me. It was like, I see his reasoning for the art, and it's not, like, Freemasons or, like, the apocalypse. But, um, so I'll kind of explain what he said. The first one is called Children of the World Dream of Peace, and both of these murals have two parts. So one side will be, like, a really terrifying image of, like, just awful, like, kind of the world ending and, like, bad things. And then the other part will be, like, the flip side of like here's what would happen if we didn't allow this or whatever mm-hmm. so the first one um children of the world dream of peace i'm just gonna read a quick tidbit on it from um denverpublicart.org so they say about this piece um children of the world dream of peace is a powerful mural expressing the artist's desire to abolish violence in society one section of the piece so the first piece 
speaks to the tragedy and devastation of war and its impact on humanity. And then the second piece moves to images of smiling children dressed in traditional folk costumes from around the world, celebrating priests prevailing over war. So the first image is just terrifying. Um, it has what looks like a... Is this on the same website? Yeah. Okay. It looks like a Nazi soldier, um, oh, yeah, and he's I holding a gun, and he's stabbing a dove with a knife in his other hand, and there's, like, a line of people climbing up to him, and they're all, like, extremely malnourished, and, like, like it looks like adults holding dead children, and so he's saying that this is what happens when we have war in our society, mm-hmm. which is true, right? People die, children mm-hmm. die, um, and so it is absolutely horrifying and if you didn't read the little like tidbit about it in the airport you would probably be really confused and like feel really eerie of like what it's just it's just strange artwork to have it you like in an airport I feel like in airport usually it's just like something about like, like the state oh, you're in yeah so, like, texas airports always have like cowboys and like large landscapes yeah. and horses oh. yeah well so the artist was saying that he wanted to really like make a big statement a big message of, like, you know, kind of advocating for, like, peace, world peace, and, like, the other one's kind of about the environment, um, but it is odd that they would put it in an airport, but he did, like, it was really sad in the video, he was, like, explaining all the conspiracy stuff and how people have been turning it into things that it's not, Mm -hmm. um, because, like, people think that it's, like, tied to Nazis and, like, you know, which, after watching the video, I don't really think so. Yeah. I think that it's just him painting a really like not scary but like almost kind of important piece of like um a message that a lot of people would be kind of scared Mm -hmm. to convey like get that message out it reminds me do you remember that really large painting we saw when we went to the museum near us the art one and it was like the people like the kkk like the guy painted a huge mural of like the kkk but that was like that gives me the the same vibe of like eerie but it's an important message of like the one we're speaking about maybe i can put it like in the description yeah do you see his head it's absolutely terrifying yeah and but like i think it's that reminder of like this has happened exists in our society and a lot of times we don't see it right Mm -hmm. it's it's masked right but like at the same time it's kind of up to us as humans like maybe us like at the bottom with not that much power Mm -hmm. what can we do i mean you have power when you have a lot of yeah. Small amounts of power together. Yeah. I mean, even today, like, a lot of the petitions and things we've signed have really helped to influence a lot of what's going on. Like, in terms of, like, reopening cases of, like, those who've been murdered mm-hmm. by the police. And so it's, like, it does make a difference for us to actually, like, band together. And, but just, like, how sad it is. Like, these children. That I don't know. Sad. Okay, but Oh, and they're then, sleeping. Okay. I couldn't really tell. They're sleeping. Or, I don't, I think they are. I don't even it look, know. They look like they're in beds. You but, know? like, it is beautifully painted. Like... It is. The way that, like... The style is... The movement like the of, like, his... Clo- like, it's just very... I don't know. And so, like, you can kind of see the rainbow is, like, dying off. Mm-hmm. Um, because then the other side of it is the happy one. So this is what it looks like when oh, we... Okay. Don't have war when we abolish it. So they're actually, like, celebrating over the dead soldier. Mm-hmm. So that was the soldier from the first one. Oh, and there's doves on him. And there's doves on him. And so now we have children from like every walk of earth um of life people coming from like all corners of the earth celebrating um and they have 
words in it that say peace and things like that. And then I, I heard that um, these children above the word peace, it's like a, a memorial for children who have died in, I think, Colorado? I think it was Colorado. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, due to, like, gun violence. Mm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. So after looking at this and seeing how they're, like, on the dead soldier, I'm like, I, I see what he's trying to get at. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's contributing to Nazis or the Illuminati. I think it's, like... Yeah. It's just a weird place to have his... Like, his art would do probably really well in a museum mm-hmm. or a memorial or something. But in here, it's like, okay. So the second one... And by the way, this second part is extremely vibrant. There's colors, like, everywhere. The first one is very dull. Yeah. The second one is called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. So same website, um, Denver Public Art, states that... Um, this piece references the social realist murals of Mexico while addressing a modern theme, the destruction of the environment. The first half of the mural shows children displaying great sadness over the destruction and extinction of life, as the second half of the artwork depicts humanity coming together to rehabilitate and celebrate nature. So, once again, I would probably be really terrified if I walked by this and saw it. Um, it's like children running away from, like, this forest that's on fire and they're mm-hmm. carrying these extinct animals in cases or endangered animals um and there's a dead turtle the, the whale is dead like there's a dead person under the like a lot of death happening here mm-hmm. and just a lot of like strife and like you know panic and they're freaking out and it's really sad and i don't know it would scare me so a lot of people who think that the illuminati is like planning this like new world order you know like um, like the genocide of like people to create like a a new world mm-hmm. think that this is like depicting that because it kind of shows like this end to the environment and to like um, you know animals and people yeah um, but what he's really trying to get at is just like hey this could happen like our species are actually dying off and we need to take better care of the environment. And that's what he was explaining in the video. So then the second part of it is, um, oh, they don't show a very good picture of the second part, but it's- Looks a lot happier. It is, it's like once again, people from all over the world coming together and they are trying, they have this, they actually have a close up picture on this other part. I think they put it on the wrong spot. Where is it? They're like growing this um, new plant and it's kind of stating like, new life Mm -hmm. as a whole is forming and so they're like they're also excited and there's animals back and like all the children are there again um so it's kind of showing like we really need to get together and like take care of our world and our environment but I also see how people would look at that and be like oh my god the world is ending but it's like well here's also the counter to it yeah it's too like like what ifs like this could happen and like how bad it is but like well we can actually fix it and like I don't know you know art is like supposed to make a statement and um send out a message a lot of times not all the time and so I just think that's what he was trying to do and people took it the wrong way yeah um but there is also a giant horse statue outside it's 32 feet tall and people call it Blucifer because it looks like the devil because it has red glaring eyes oh I don't know why they same artist no, this artist okay. was um, Louis Jimenez, I think. Louis, 
not sure it could be Louis. Mm-hmm. You can go with Louis. Um, actually, in 2006, while he was working on it, a piece of the statue fell off and killed him. So people think that it's cursed. Oh my gosh. It, like, pinned him to the ground and he died. It was, like, eight or 9,000 pounds, this chunk that fell off. So people think it's cursed. I think it's cursed because it's horrifying. But look at this picture. You Someone don't see it. photoshopped. Oh my god. <laughs> it has lasers coming out of his eyes and is shooting a car down. But, like, if I pull up yeah. to the airport and I see that, I'm turning around. It looks evil. It's horrifying. People think it's, like, one of the four... What is it? Like, the four, four horsemen, horsemen of the, of the apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. I see jokes about it on Twitter. Um, oh, yeah, and it's, like, Kardashians or something. Like one is, like... Horsemen, it's, like, these are the four horsemen. Mm-hmm. So, just absolutely terrifying. And why would you pick that? Don't know. Weird. I'm not sure. Um, there's also gargoyles throughout the airport like I in think baggage the claim. Denver airport just suffers from some really bad architectural design <laughs> yeah I think that the there was a lot of different people on the board and they were like well I want this okay mm-hmm. if you get that then I get this then and I get Lucifer I want the horse give me the horse with the red eyes it's just it is very odd um so yeah they'll have gargoyles like that people are just really confused I you know it it's it is a confused place (laughs) it is very odd and just really disturbing um and then so this part is actually really weird so there's a dedication marker and there's plaques claiming the airport was funded by the new world airport commission but nobody has ever been able to find that group no one knows what it is i looked it up everything every link that popped up was just tied into the conspiracy theories of the denver airport Hmm. so i don't know um you know, people believe that it's a group within the New World Order, and apparently this plaque symbols features <laughs> features symbols of the, I understood what you meant <laughs> of the Freemasons, which is a fraternal society sometimes connected I to the Illuminati. Legitimately, do not understand what the Freemasons are. I have no idea. Let me find a picture real quick to show you of this plaque. Because um, I originally was doing some research on the Skull and Bones like secret society at Yale. Um, and, like, sometimes they're connected to, like, the New World Order. It's just, it's that thing of, like, when you don't know what, when it's a secret society, of course, you're gonna think they're up to no good, and maybe they are, I don't know, Mm -hmm. but, like, if you keep it secret, people are gonna say whatever they want about you because they don't know what's going on there. Um, so it's just weird. Secret societies are weird, man. We should start one. (laughs) We have one. That's true. This is the plaque, um, so they, the airport claims it's a time capsule, time capsule beneath the stone oh. contains messages and memorabilia to the people of Colorado in 2094 because the plaque was put there in 1994. I guess they're just trying uh, to be cute. Hey, we might be alive. Yeah, and then it says New World Airport Commission contributors, da-da-da, and they have like a weird, I don't know That is weird that it's the, the New World yeah. Airport. Yeah. Okay, see, now you've got me a little iffy. It I don't know, that is strange. Odd. Very But... Something that I read that kind of relieved my anxieties was, like, the Illuminati is incredibly secretive, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, wouldn't it be weird to just, like... They, if someone was planning something like this, they would not put all these, like, signs and things out. Yeah. Um, it's like, what? And, I mean, does the Illuminati exist? What if they did give money to the airport, but what if they're not planning all this crazy stuff? What if they just, yeah. like, want a bunker or, like, a place to be? That's what people think... The six stories underground just is like, like 
uh, like a an hideout. emergency hideout or something. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah, then I they said, know nothing about the Illuminati. I don't either. They said the barbed wire is around the airport. Usually it faces out to keep people out, mm-hmm. but it faces in as if it's to, like, keep people inside. So I'm like, I don't know. Weird. Also, who knows if that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And then, one last thing. I think this is a big stretch. But people claim that the the way that the um, the layout of the runways is in the symbol of a swastika, hmm. I, I don't know. I think they were just trying to be efficient with their space and the runways, but here's a picture of it. From I, I see how people think that, too. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I see it. But also, it's like, well, what do what does every airport look like from a bird's eye view, though? What if they all look kind of similar? I have no idea. I mean, I, I always forget how large airports are. My yeah, goodness. I know. It is a very big airport. They said it's bigger than the whole... <laughs> the... Bigger than the whole city of Manhattan? I don't know. Some city. <laughs> it's just really big. It's huge. Isn't it's it like weird. one of the biggest airports in like the U.S.? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that I'm making that a up. Long line. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> yeah. So just weird. I think the weirdest thing for me is just that plaque with mm-hmm. like like a time. Like what what are you gonna? That's the only part where I'm like, huh? Like the pictures like now they just make sense. Like to me, I was like, I understand why it's there. It's still a weird place to have art like that, but mm-hmm. like. You know? Yeah. Runway, yeah, a little bit of a stretch. I see what they mean, but, like, eh, eh, you know? But, yeah. yeah, weird. That that does intrigue me. Yeah. Very odd. Interesting. And I got a lot of my info from Skeptoid.com. That's another Classy. quote I used. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Should we take a break? Yeah. And then we'll come back with mine. back and now it's my turn yay um so i'm gonna be talking about some of the conspiracy theories surrounding the assassination of jfk um so yeah i guess i'll just get started um there's just like a few theories out there about like the assassination like the motives behind it or like just how it happened exactly Mm -hmm. um so just some background um, just because I feel like it's not as talked about nowadays as probably it used to be. I remember going to Dallas when I was, like, seven and, like, going to, like, the museum and, like, seeing the spot and stuff. But, um, JFK, John F. Kennedy, uh, he was the president at the time. I think people knew that. Um, he was assassinated on November 22nd, 1963. Um in the Dealey Plaza. He was he was shot um and then he died in I believe the Parkland Hospital in Dallas, Texas. Not too far from where we are. Um he was there to kind of unite support amongst like the Democrats in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um and like I think like a week before or like a few months before someone else had like a political person had been like attacked so like it was kind of before he like was in like dallas he knew it was already kind of like uh there was some political unrest there um so at around twelve thirty p.m uh the motorcade was in dealey plaza and there were gunshots heard 
Um, the bullet struck his neck and head, um, and he, like, fell forward. I believe it also hit his driver, um, and then he was taken to the hospital. Wait, so did his driver die, or was he just injured? I think he was just injured. Uh, someone else was shot. See, now I, I don't even have that written down. Like, mm-hmm. another political person was also shot, like, around or in the car, but he survived. Okay. Um, JFK, as we know, unfortunately did not survive. Um, that same day, Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested. Uh, he had work. He was working in the building, or had just gotten a job in the building from which they believe the gunfire had come from. The orange building. I think it's orange. It's like a book building. I went one it's time. Like we went. Um, my dad is from Dallas, and his a lot of his family lives there. Mm-hmm. And when I was little, we went and took a tour. Yeah. And they let us like stand in the spot that. He yeah, stood I think in. I did too. It's like why was I four standing in this it's, spot? It's it's weird. I mean, yeah. I understand it's something important to know, but like. Um, and then a few days later, like two days later, I think on November 24th, Lee Harvey Oswald was being transported to a new, I guess, like, jail. And he was shot um, mon- Sunday morning by Jack Ruby, who was a nightclub owner, mm-hmm. on live TV. Which I guess JFK being shot was probably also on live TV, right? I'm sure yeah, they were. because they were filming him, right? In the car and, like... Yeah. Weird. It's weird to think of, like, those crazy things that happen on live TV. I know. Um, anyways, so that's just kind of the background, but there's, like, speculation about, like, the motives behind why he was assassinated. So there's a few different theories going around. One of them, which, like, isn't as crazy or, like, out there, it's just that there were multiple gunmen. Um, which would have been Os- Oswald, I wrote Oswald, I'm pretty sure it's Oswald. <laughs> Oswald, and there was a second guy on the grassy knoll, which I guess amongst people who talk about this conspiracy theory a lot, the grassy knoll is like a known area that like half, like that was there. There's a lot going on here. Um, the reason this theory kind of became so popular is the... House of Representatives in 1976 voted to create um, the select committee on assassinations and they reopened like the case or whatever and their findings at the end of that was like that there they thought maybe there was a second gunman um, because there was like a police report that someone thought they heard like multiple shots like more than what they had thought um, but like in recent years they like went back and listened to that recording and like sound specialists like realize just like from like reverberation and stuff it makes it sound like there's more than one gunshot which mm-hmm. i think i've heard before mm-hmm. on like maybe on an episode of monk <laughs> that i became familiar with that little monk um so while well, i'm saying i'm a lot i'm really sorry i didn't even notice i'm very nervous <laughs> so great. that one's just kind of interesting nothing crazy i mean i wouldn't say that's impossible that there was a second gunman I don't know, you know. We obviously don't know because Lee Harvey Oswald didn't really say anything on it because he was murdered. Yeah. And I'm sure the second gunman wouldn't come out if there was one, so. Wait, do we know who shot Lee Harvey Oswald? Yeah, Jack Ruby. I said that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So, there's another one, another conspiracy theory that it was, um, this man with an umbrella, a black umbrella, shot him with, like, a tranquilizer like through the end of his umbrella and that like immobilized kennedy so that oswald or like the other gunman could make like the kill shot 
Um, because there's like a picture of a guy I think with like a black umbrella and like there's eyewitnesses that like I don't know he was giving off a bad vibe or something, but the guy, um, Louis Stephen Witt in 1978 came forward and was like, uh, I was the guy with the umbrella. It wasn't a weapon. I was just gonna use it to like heckle John F. Kennedy. I think that's the right word. I guess because it was. It oh, was, I like, see. a nod to Kennedy's dad's, like, involvement with a previous prime minister of the UK who was, like, a Nazi sympathizer or something like that. And so it he is... was kind of showing, like, I don't support or, like, you know, yeah. kind of, like, bringing that to light. No, it's a creepy picture. The guy I with the see. umbrella. I didn't even see it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Where can we yeah, it's just a guy with an umbrella, though. You know what I it's mean? It's so eerie. <laughs> it just looks like something from, like, The Conjuring or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was kind of the end of that conspiracy theory. It's kind of been debunked. I mean, I'm sure there's people that still believe it, but Mm -hmm. then there's this whole conspiracy theory, which in my personal opinion is the more believable one that just like American officials were in some way involved. Because as I've grown up, I've come to realize the government is not as great and as trusting as you think it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Illuminati. Uh, because literally no one knows what the CIA does, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Um, I mean, we don't even go into that. That could be a whole other episode. But, so, there's just like a conspiracy theory that in some way they were involved. Um, there was a theory that the driver of the car actually shot JFK, like, in some videos, I think the quality is just so poor that it almost looks like maybe that's what happened. But in, like, clear videos, that's clearly not what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's this conspiracy theory that LBJ had him killed, right? So at the time, Lyndon Baines Johnson, making another appearance in the podcast, mm-hmm. was his vice president. Mm-hmm. And so some people speculate that he wanted to be president, so he had JFK killed. And imagine that... You can't trust your vice president. Yeah. Mike Pence? I would rather <laughs> him be in office than... I don't know who... I, he who I must not rate, be named. I don't know if I want anyone in office anymore. <laughs> but anyways, uh, President Nixon is quoted saying... I don't know if this is a reliable quote. I found it on a website. I will put it in the description if I can find it again. Nixon is quoted as saying... Um, Lyndon and I both wanted to be president. The difference was I wouldn't kill for it. I don't know if that's that true. That could just be Nixon. That like, could just be Nixon pulling stuff out of his butt. Already not I'm a sure great he guy. Did all the time. <laughs> yeah, which I think we've both come to learn. Can't think of a president where I'm like, you're just a really good person. <laughs> it seems like there's always other motives. Mm-hmm. You which, know what I mean? You know, it's a job, right? At this point, it's become a job. I don't think it was really supposed to be the job that it's become, but. I think the saddest thing I learned was like Abe Lincoln like his real reasons for like emancipating slaves was like Mm -hmm. not really for the slaves I mean he's quoted as saying like if there was a way to keep the union together without freeing the slaves I would have done it Mm -hmm. yeah kind of like as a kid you learn like he's a good man and then you know you come to find that's why you gotta teach the truth yep from the beginning well education spitfire Yep. We gotta t- we gotta teach all sides of history, not yeah. just the Bias. rich white man perspective. Don't read those textbooks. But anyways, so this is where things actually get interesting. For the most part, there's not really any evidence to suggest that LBJ had him killed. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> 
So, two months before the assassination, Oswald took a trip to Mexico City, I think for like two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. No one really knows what he was doing there. Um, He had lived in the Soviet Union for two and a half years. So, like, he already had some, like, connections to, like, the Soviet Union or, like, um, like, Cuban spies? I don't know. I'm not sure I'm saying all of these things correctly. If you know a lot about this, you can email me and I will read it because I do find it interesting. So, there's speculation that he was in Mexico City to, like, meet with Soviet Union, like, agents or, like, receive orders on, like, the assassination attempt. Which, I don't know, I guess, from what I could tell from my research, like, there was nothing to necessarily disprove that, but there was yeah. also no evidence to prove it, so it's just kind of, yeah. like, up in the air, like, I don't know. Could have just been, like, on vacation. Yeah, like, people who, like, speculate about, like, the different conspiracies around this assassination, that's kind of the genuinely, like, murky part where everyone's like, I don't know what yeah. he was doing there. Well, I will add, like, even if he wasn't you know, sent by the government or whatever to assassinate him. Mm-hmm. To plan the assassination of a president on your own, I'm sure it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that he would just be going to Mexico City for fun two weeks before, like, this big event, you know? Yeah. Like, I would think he'd been planning it for months and months. And that if he's going to Mexico City, there's something going on there, like, that ties to it. Yeah, right? And, like, I don't know... Just and, uh, from what I read, it also seemed like the government already kind of knew about Lee Harvey Oswald, and that like he was just someone they were watching. Okay. Not that they necessarily suspected him of doing this, but some people think the U.S. government didn't plan it, but they kind of knew it was going to happen and just kind of let it happen. Because they were just, watching him. Yeah, I guess they like kind of had he, did intel. He have, like, a, oh, they had intel. I was gonna say, why were they? I think because like he he had he had been like kind of a, almost like a celebrity like infamous for being um an american defector is that the right word i don't know they said defector i don't know (laughs) but he was just kind of known i think for like having connections to like soviet russia which of course at the time 1960s that's kind of a big deal of the government so yeah what if the government didn't really like jfk you know i mean i'm sure there's people in the government who didn't like him i don't think he was actually that popular of a candidate, right? No, because he was like, wasn't he more of like a man of like the people and kind of yeah, because he he was more encouraging of like supporting like the civil rights movement. That's what I thought, stuff right? Like that. And so, what if the government? This is a different conspiracy. What if the government, like you know, didn't want to give that support mm-hmm. to like civil rights movement? You know, yeah. Um, they kind of wanted to like keep white people on top and so yeah. like. I mean, they knew what if sense. like they just kind of knew about this plan of the assassination and so yeah they're yeah. just like maybe there we'll are some people really that really it. think like officials knew and just kind of let it happen but allegedly oswald talked to or had communication with valerie kostikov i'm not sure i said that right but um he was a kgb officer and he also worked for kgb's department 13 which is described as the department that deals with sabotage and assassination but that's alleged so we don't even know if that really happened (laughs) um but yeah so like that's kind of interesting but then a bunch of people bring up like so the soviet union and like the cuban government preferred to work with jfk over lbj right and if you're going to assassinate the president you know what happens next 
the vice president takes over. Yeah. So, like, they wouldn't have really wanted that because LBJ was much harder to work with. JFK was, I guess, a lot easier to work with. So, I mean, that kind of debunks most of that. What if there was but, a plan you know, to kill LBJ, too? But it never worked. Jumbo got in the way. Jumbo. This is my prerogative. Um, so that was just kind of interesting. Very interesting. I mean, there's a lot of different things out there. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure what my opinion on it is. Yeah. <laughs> it. I mean, I think, I believe, my family's a big watcher of the X-Files. Yeah. And I do believe there's an episode that uh, supports the idea that the government was behind it and that they didn't want JFK as president anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's sad that if that's the case that that's just their solution mm-hmm. just well often. like the thing is like the harvey oswald was murdered like what two days later like they didn't really i guess get a lot out of him yeah so like the two it could have been the, the one government. person who maybe would have known all the connections was murdered so yeah i mean it could have been the government like we want to keep him quiet mm-hmm. the best way to do that is to just get rid of him the government terrifies me Scary. So scary. The things they can do. I know. We, my family watched, I think it's called The Report. Mm-hmm. Um, about, like, all of the torture that they were doing, like, I think in the CIA, like, oh. to presumed terrorists. Like, they weren't even necessarily always known as, like, actually known to have done, like, terrorist attacks. And it was hard to, some of the scenes were so hard to watch. The idea that we can dehumanize such a large population of people that we can do that to them because we feel like it's okay. It's mm-hmm. scary. I mean, obviously, like, terrorist attacks are terrible, but, like, to just assume someone's a terrorist mm-hmm. and just, like, do that kind of stuff to them. Really interesting movie. I would recommend watching it. Um, okay, cool. And it was about a guy in the government trying to, like, unearth all this stuff mm-hmm. and be, like, there's crazy he, stuff that goes on that the American people either don't know about or it's very sugar-coated. Did he die? Did no. Did he kill him? Really? I, don't, I believe he's still alive. I hate that when people just disappear. Mm-hmm. That like, stuff's weird. I know. It's people, sad. like, disappear without, like, a trace. Like, um, look at Epstein. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's, like, widely believed that he was about to expose a ton of rich people. Oh, yeah. Everybody. And then he died. And how do you... How do you successfully commit suicide when you're on suicide watch in a prison? Yeah. You know, if they really wanted to keep him alive, they would have. And then the the Maxine? judge? Oh, yes! Presiding over, like, his case, her husband and her son, I Gosh, think, were murdered? Yeah. Like, come on. It's awful. It doesn't just happen, you know? Yeah. It just reminds you of how much power rich people have. And it's yeah. really sad that yeah. they have so much power that they can just have someone killed who's like just to like protect themselves yeah well there's that lady that epstein it was like his partner in crime mm-hmm. during all those years i forget her name maxine i thought it was like jizzling Giz- <laughs> the short like the black haired lady yeah i know who you're talking about um so. if you're like up to date with the case you would know so she got arrested mm-hmm. i think she's still alive i think so. i think they like keep moving, moving her, her around yeah, I want them to release all those people, like, release the names yeah. of people. That's a, I think this is something we've talked about before. It's really upsetting how much people are protected, especially in, like, Hollywood. Yes. Like, the fact that, I mean, this is, 
I mean, in some ways, a lot less serious, but, like, Ellen DeGeneres apparently is, like, a total... The worst, yeah. Terrible person. And, like, articles. it's sad to think, like, and for years, like, people loved her show. I and, thought like, she was no great. no one talked about it. Yeah. What? So what exactly happened with that? Because I'm not really, like, up to date. I don't really know. I don't know a whole lot, but, like, apparently she just made, like, the work environment, like, toxic. Okay. She was, like, not nice. I mean, mm-hmm. more than not nice. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. And just, like... A horrible boss and like people have come out that have like worked with her and said like she was just terrible to work with and she made everyone just like feel terrible mm-hmm. and someone said like they were on an episode where they were told like everyone in the audience gets this and then when they like ended the episode they're like we actually don't have that mm-hmm. we just wanted to get your reaction oh right i'd be mad it makes me mad i mean this is clearly less serious than like child pornography rings but like yeah. that people are so protected in Hollywood mm-hmm. and it's just really upsetting because like and you inevitably let other people get hurt when you don't talk about these things openly I understand like in some ways right clearly trying to talk about it can get you killed yeah but I think it's disappointing and I've never been in the situation but to feel like you're not protecting any other people because you're scared you're gonna lose your place in yeah. like society and I yeah. think the dignity of human life is always more important always. than keeping your place in society like you can you can probably come back from not being a famous actor anymore right yeah millions of people aren't and yes. we're doing okay and i'm sure you but, have a lot of money already you know children don't necessarily come back from child like sex trafficking rings no, and stuff like that like that's your whole life is insane life as you know it is taken from you mm-hmm. it is awful and you know there's like all these pictures of like like Trump and Epstein who were mm-hmm. in the same groups back in the 90s early 2000s it really makes you think like yeah. what was he going like, to say that got him killed even if you didn't like participate right if you, if you knew know about, about it, it and you didn't talk about just it as like, guilty. that's messed up right that's i mean people get arrested for that in murder cases it's yeah. like you know you are guilty by association i don't like the idea of like oh you know we just tell people like stay away from that person like but, like, you need to be more open about this, mm-hmm. right? Like, with the Chris D'Elia stuff that, like, came out, and a, a lot of female comedians said, like, they had been told by, like, other male comedians, like, oh, just kind of stay away from him. Like, yeah. why is that... Why don't we talk about this more openly, right? I don't know. That really broke my heart. I was a big Chris D'Elia fan, and it's, like, totally blindsided me. I was like, what? Yeah. And it just kind of made you... It makes you realize, like, you can't trust, like, especially these big celebrities, just yeah. because... They seem great on yeah, screen like you time. you don't know them personally. That is a small fraction of what you're seeing of them. Mm-hmm. And just everybody, not even and celebrities. a lot but... of times they have the money to cover up when they've done bad things, yeah. right? It's yeah. just kind of crazy. It's sad. I don't want to get rich and famous. No. Not like that. Mm-mm. A lady of the people. A lady oh, of my the people. Life. Real quick, I want to read... Um, I forgot I had this website that kind of, like, explains things about the airport... Mm-hmm. I'll just there's one part um, if you want to read the whole thing it's called denverpost.com and it's um, it's the guide to the the Denver International Airport conspiracy theories so they explain the theories the history and then the facts so just because the free, the plaque one freaks me out so much I'll just read I'll kind of debunk it a little bit or like read their explanation for it which you know it's like who's writing it you never know mm-hmm. but um, so the Freemasons, a centuries-old secret society, has, this is the theory, has controlled the airport ever since it opened with ties to the New World Order, a group of global elites who wield power over international affairs. 
And so the history is that a dedication plaque at the airport's south entrance, dated March 19, 1994, contains a time capsule and bears the symbol of the Freemasons, as well as a reference to the New World Airport Commission. And then, quote-unquote, strange markings have also been noted around the airport, supposedly indicating secret or alien languages. Because, mm. you know, there's also the thing about alien people, or lizard people, like the Illuminati and, like, mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff. So, this is what they say the facts are. So, while the Freemasons are a legitimate, fraternal, and historically cloistered organization with civic ties to the airport's dedication, there is no evidence to suggest they have a hand in ongoing planning or decision-making at the civilian facility. Anti-Masonic conspiracies that date back more than a century were clearly dusted off and updated in advance of 2020's apocalyptic or apocalypse fever. Remember that? 2012, everyone thought. Mm-hmm. The Mayan calendar. Um, the time capsule to be opened in 2094 contains coins, a signed opening day ball from Coors Field, Mayor Wellington Webb's sneakers, and a few Black Hawk casino tokens, among other items. The New World Airport Commission was named by Charles Ansbacher, hmm. an arts advocate who died in 2010. The name is a reference to... I don't know this word... De- Dvor- Dvorax? Dvorax? New World Symphony? No idea. According to a 2007 Westworld article, and the commission was created only to orchestrate DIA's opening festivities. The strange markings are Navajo language characters in reference to other airport artists. So, mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know, believe what you want, but mm-hmm. I think that artist had just made up that name. I don't know if it really, you know has any ties to that thing yeah but if you want to read the rest of this website this article go for it it's kind of interesting yeah we'll leave like links in the description to like all the stuff we referenced today yeah um and a little segue there will be a link to our red bubble yeah. <laughs> if you would like to support this podcast you know at this point now that we've recorded so many episodes money has gone into this mm-hmm. Um, we are trying to support this, so if you would also like to support us, you can order stuff off of our Redbubble. Um, you know, even if it's just, like, a small sticker, like, putting that on your water bottle, like, if people ask you about it, like, that kind of stuff helps us get more listeners, and that gives us the support we need to continue recording episodes, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, that would be really nice. Uh, yeah. We would like this to go somewhere. Um, on top of that... Always got to shout myself out. If you would like to check out my Etsy, uh, search two-thirds cat. Those are all words spelled out, no hyphen. On Etsy, I guess I could also leave a link in the description. Um, I've been putting a lot of work into that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to the listeners, you know who you are, who have supported my Etsy. Yes. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, we appreciate all the emails, so email us if you have anything you'd like to say, comments, questions, suggestions for other episodes. Yeah. Uh, conspiracy theories that you either believe in or just find interesting mm-hmm. um, at uncommon thoughts podcast at gmail.com. Yep. And I think that's it. Um, also, real quick, if you can um, give any donations or just prayers or thoughts to Lebanon, mm-hmm. who had uh, the really big explosion yeah. um, in their capital, it's just like the before and after pictures are. They're really heartbreaking, yeah. and seeing videos of people who were so close, and just that that shock wave that hit. Yeah, it lo- really looks like a war. Just like bombs exploded, is awful. Yeah, it so is. keep them in your thoughts, and we can try to help them out if yeah. we can. But yeah, 
think that's, that's all it. I got. Uh, we will see you next week. We will talk to you next week. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>